Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. They say that the apple doesn't fall far from the tree. But in the case of Derek Kaufman, the apple rolled all the way to L.A. The one thing Derek and his mother share in common, however, is the love for breaking news. TMZ is breaking news faster than the New York Times. So sit back and enjoy the news from Hollywood as only the Kaufman family can bring it. All right, and uh, here we are. I said I needed some relief from all of the horrific uh, news that I've been covering for the last, I don't know, 30 years. So my son Derek from TMZ is on the line, and uh, and let's keep it really light. Like, tell me what Shaq is doing at the Boys and Girls Club, something fun. Yeah, I wish I could help you out. I will start you off with something light because this is lovely. We're getting towards the holiday season. Mm-hmm. And Shaq refurbished the court at the Boys and Girls Club. Uh, you know, he's obviously like Shaka Claus around this time of year. And so he spent the afternoon hanging out with the kids. Um, just said, you know, this, this, this court needs a little facelift. And he said, I can afford this. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a pretty big guy, and I've uh, got a lot of money, and I care about basketball. So he gave it a little facelift, played some ball with the kids. And now it'll uh, be there for the next generation of basketball players. Yeah, and apparently I had no idea how much money he had made over his career. It was almost two decades uh-huh. in the NBA, but he made something like $300 million. It's like those Oh, are- yeah. Look, he's in the nine figures of wealth. He's obviously got the gig on TNT with all his friends, you mm-hmm. know, Charles Barkley and those guys. And he also is just... A great pitchman, um, yeah. and you know he came to our offices actually yesterday. So I got to sit in the room with Shaq. Mm. He drove the TMZ tour bus around. I mean, he <laughs> is just—you're in the presence of a of a true giant. I shook his hand, and I, I never felt so small. I wanted to be like carried out like the end of Officer and a Gentleman. He's just <laughs> massive. Yeah. No, I've been. I've stood with him. I stood between him and Alonzo Mourning one time, and it was like I felt like a pygmy. It was bizarre, but he's just it's so unbelievable. sweet. Yeah, it, it, it's it's hard to believe we came from the same sort of DNA in any Gene sense Poole. of the word. He just is so massive. It, yeah. it, it's incredible, and he's so he's so lovely and kind yes. too. You know, he's always loved kids. So to see this is not surprising, but it's still good to report on. Absolutely, and that's what I needed. I didn't need any more news about uh, marches on Washington. But I'll tell you, what's going on with Diddy and and this lawsuit? Yeah, you know, this is really awful stuff going on. Uh, You know, his longtime girlfriend or ex-girlfriend, Cassie, filed a bombshell lawsuit. I mean, this this thing was, uh, you know, many, many pages long. I spent a lot of the afternoon pouring over it. There's allegations of sex trafficking, violence, domestic abuse, rape, all sorts of things during the course of their relationship. She says he would hire, you know, male prostitutes to have sex with her while he would watch and pleasure himself, and he would be insanely jealous and, and, you know, sort of 
uh, lash out at her and beat her at times. Really just awful allegations. Now, Diddy, for his part, has denied all of this. He says, look, this is a shakedown. Uh, she wanted $30 million out of me and said she was going to write a tell-all book. And I guess instead of a tell-all book, she went with a lawsuit. So he is denying everything, but she's got her supporters. You know, people have come out and said, I've been trying to tell you about Diddy for many, many years. Aubrey O'Day, who was who was on Making the Band, which was a Diddy show back in the day, and she was in the mm. band Danity Kane. She said, look, this guy is not a nice guy. Mm. Now, granted, her allegations were about sort of shady business dealings and sort of being under the male gaze and, and things like that. Nothing as horrific as what Cassie is saying, but this is going to be a very tricky situation for Diddy for sure. And it's in what? Is in New York that she's filing this? Yeah, you know, it's a federal suit, so the allegations go all across state lines, right? Mm. Because when you have a federal action, you need to say things took place in multiple jurisdictions. And what she's saying is they had these freak-out parties oh. uh, where he would hire these prostitutes at hotels, and the hotels are all over America, according to her. So that's why she filed a federal case. Oh. Uh, just ugly, an ugly story about, about uh, you know, a superstar, but... I'm getting used to them. I'm sure you, you, you're up to your eyeballs in these kinds of stories. Oh, um, absolutely. I mean, it's, it's never a dull moment around here. And, you know, I grew up, this is, he was at the, the, one of the biggest names in music when I was growing up, and he's obviously still a huge mogul. So to hear these types of things, it's like you, you learn very quickly when you work here. Don't, don't uh, put your idols on pedestals too much. Yeah, that's the truth. One, some of my idols are is a band called Cool in the Gang. What's going on? Yeah, you know, this was the saddest story of the morning. Uh, the drummer from the band Cool in the Gang, George Funky Brown, just passed away at the age of 74 yesterday. He had mm. been battling cancer. He had stage four cancer and you know, uh, he, he, he passed away. But when you think about going to weddings, you know, you can't go to a wedding and not hear Ladies Night, Too Hot, <laughs> Jungle Boogie, Celebration, Cherish. This guy co-wrote all of those songs. He was a very big figure. He's up there with, you know, I don't know, the village people they used to tour with, all that feel-good music of the 70s and 80s. They were right in the middle of the scene. So this is a, this is a big loss in the music, music yeah. world. Well, he was writing songs and, and drumming for Cool and the Gang for like uh, almost my whole life. I think certainly your whole life, maybe 50, 60 years. Yeah, you know, he may not be a household name himself, but he's like, you know, the band Earth, Wind & Fire and right. Cool and the Gang. They were massive, and it wasn't an individual. It was really, truly a band. Their sound mm -hmm. as a collective was what made those bands special, and he was a big part of that. Yeah, man, and I'm a brick house. What can I tell you? Um, the, <laughs> now you're but, bringing in the Commodores. Come on. Yeah. No. <laughs> Listen. Um, anything else? Any big, big stories? I know that uh, you know. There's always something with Kanye. Now, of course, it's anti-Semitism, but that's all I'm hearing about. Everybody is anti-Semitism. It's Elon Musk. It's Kanye West. Uh, like nothing new yeah, about those look, stories. It, it is the issue. It is the issue du jour. I mean, mm -hmm. and now Elon Musk is facing charges of it. It's going to hurt the value of his companies. It already is. People are starting to protest Tesla. Kanye West appears to be trying to sort of tamp down the allegations. He's he's working on some music where he says, "I couldn't be anti-Semitic. I've slept with Jewish women." So oh. it's all over the map right now, <laughs> you know. And yeah. it's, it's getting worse. We're in a hell of a state of the world. Yeah, we sure are. But that's okay because. Um... 
you know, we just hold up the banner and we try to keep doing the right thing. And my gorgeous little grandchildren, I'll be seeing them in just about a month and I can't be more excited. They can't wait. We got your cutting board yesterday. So now we have a fancy cutting board that says the Kaufmans. Carter was so excited. He was? I didn't think yes. that the kids said, would like it. What does that it. say? He made me read it to him. Uh, <laughs> it's a charcuterie too, right? On the, the, can't you like lay oh, stuff great. out on it's very, okay. We needed one. Ours okay. is very, very warped from many okay. trips through the, uh, through the dishwasher. <laughs> yeah, we'll keep it out of the dishwasher. All right, kid, thanks so much for calling in. Love you. I'll talk to you over the uh, weekend. See you soon. All right, bye-bye. Well, listen, no matter what, cool in the gang. There's, this is my stuff, you know, all of those celebration. I mean, how many people have had that song as their graduation song, their wedding song, their anniversary song. Anyway, that does it for me this week. I thank you for your time this time until next time. And my plan is to be back here on Monday, if it be his will, and he delays his coming right at three o'clock. Um, remember that what lies behind us and what lies ahead of us are tiny matters compared to what lies within us. So wherever you are, just be yourself. Everybody else is taken. And maybe do what I'm going to do this weekend and, you know, minimally follow the news because sometimes you just need to turn it off and read a good book. I'm reading the Neapolitan Quartet by Ellen Ferrante now and enjoying it very much. God bless you. God bless Israel. God bless the USA. And God bless my listeners.